My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, horoscope for the week of October 26th, 2020. And this week, not a lot of movement happening as far as transits, but we do have the full moon on October 31st. That's Saturday, and it's in Aries. So that will be a big energetic shift, but everything else holds from what I said at the end of last week's episode, so you can go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But we got Venus and Virgo doing a sign exchange with Mercury and Libra. Mercury is retrograde for another three weeks, and it's in Libra with the Sun. Sun is in Libra as well. So the Venus and Virgo, is Venus is debilitated there, so that brings difficulties and challenges and strain puts a strain on relationships, and there can be this critical eye in relationships or this caution about expressing love and intimacy. And Venus wants to be loving, beautiful, buoyant, bright, the feminine polarity, the yin polarity. But Virgo is critical, analytical. It's also a healer, but a healer has to assess the fault. What does a healer do? It finds what's wrong and fixes it and heals it. And Venus doesn't want to find faults. It doesn't want to say there's anything wrong. It's like a child making music. It just wants to play and make music for the fun of it. Uh, but Virgo is saying, well, you know, if you sang this note a little bit more in this key, you know, that would sound a little better and more harmonious with everything else, especially with the sign exchange with Mercury and Libra, because Mercury is ruled by Virgo. Venus is ruled by Libra, so there's a sign exchange happening there where there's some interplay of these energies of Virgo and Libra. Virgo, the analytical side of us, but also the healer. And Libra, the scales and balance of justice, what's fair and right for everybody. So Venus is ruled by Libra, so it's that's a good place for a sign exchange to be happening here. This uh, energy is not as difficult as it could be if, not, if it didn't have that. But with Mercury retrograde, it's saying, like, looking back through our relationships, looking back through our communication and relationships, our business partnerships, uh, what is our work environment like? Do we have uh, solid team communication or is it not working, right? Is there maybe some mistakes that we made in our communication and our partnerships or business partnerships that we want to resolve and work through? Or backed up communications. Do you are you one of those people with an inbox with like six thousand new messages that you just let it pile up? This, if you if you like to clear it out, if that's something you want to do, this is a good time to do that because when Mercury is retrograde and we go back through our communication in this way, we find new opportunities. If we try to move forward and just move forward and uh, buy new technology, new uh, communication devices, like. Buying a new phone is not ideal when Mercury's retrograde. It's likely there's going to be delays, obstacles, setbacks. It's going to be challenges, and you might end up getting the wrong phone or the, the plan doesn't start the way you thought it would, and the number doesn't get shifted over and traded over. So there could be a whole bunch of issues. Mercury's retrograde is just not a good time for starting new things to do with communication, information technology, and business if you can avoid it. If you can't, do pranayama or mantra meditation. This is a great use of the air element, Mercury's communication, the air element, and uh, it's the breath, it's the prana, it's the life force. So directing and channeling that into pranayama or mantra meditation is a great way to do that. But overall, you want to look back and 
think of uh, what have you learned over the past few months about communication, business, anything to do with information technology, things like this. Sun is there in Libra, considered debilitated as well, uh, but uh, this with Mercury is it's a little bit um, Mercury kind of takes on the the qualities of whatever it's with. So Mercury being with the Sun gives us a little bit more strength in our communication and a little bit more positive influence of this. If it was just Sun and Libra by itself, this would be a bit more difficult, but it's still debilitated. So the Sun, your will, your intuition, uh, your gut instinct, more so your gut instinct than your intuition, uh, the Sun in Libra is debilitated. So it's not as confident, not as powerful, and it might take a little more work than you want to make things happen. And you might feel a little bit weaker and depleted, more tired and wanted to sleep in on a Saturday and do nothing. And, but that's going to shift a bit when the sun uh, is opposite the moon, when the full moon happens in Aries. So that's coming on this coming Saturday. So you might feel this boost of energy with the moon in Aries, the mind, the emotions of moon in the, the ambitious, driven, action-oriented sign of Aries. So it gives this spark, this energy, this initiation, uh, but the full moon itself is more of a time of completion and closure. So we will have more forward movement when the sun gets out of Libra and when Mars goes direct in several weeks. So we will get more of the energy, but uh, this if you felt a little like sort of some delays, some obstacles, some challenges in rela relating with others and communication and relationships, things will start to move forward on the 31st and then even more so in a few weeks and uh, three weeks when mercury goes direct and then a few more weeks when mars goes direct but we still are kind of feeling the effects of the saturn and jupiter have been retrograde but now they're both going direct so those are major influences over the long period for everybody and jupiter's in sag right now for another couple weeks so if you haven't already reconnected to your spiritual teachings in your spiritual practices, your faith, your religion, whatever that is for you, if you have an altar at home, just refreshing that altar or having a spiritual practice, a sadhana, daily spiritual practice, or uh, dhyanacharya, daily routine, Ayurvedic practices of maybe you do tongue scraping every day. So what do you know? What is the wisdom you've accumulated? Things you know, if I handle my finances this way, I know that's you know going to work better for me. If I handle my diet this way, if I just approach life with this kind of attitude, seeing the spiritual perspective of my life experience, knowing that I'm a spiritual being having a human experience rather than a human being who occasionally might have a spiritual experience. That's a very Jupiterian kind of ideal and idea. And we want to really touch into that because we're going to need that in a few weeks when Jupiter goes into Capricorn and Jupiter is debilitated in Capricorn. And we already had that happen earlier this year and then it went retrograde. So you might've felt earlier this year that sort of loss of hope and optimism and this sort of uh, losing your way. And a lot of people have losing their jobs, losing life situations, just their whole lifestyle has changed for pretty much everybody around the world. Uh, and this is a particularly strong transit. I mean, Jupiter and Saturn are together pretty often. I mean, it's not that huge of a deal. It's not that huge of a deal they're both in Capricorn. But it is a huge deal that they're both in Capricorn with Pluto. And Saturn and Pluto haven't been in Capricorn together since the American Revolution. 
So we're seeing this big change of structures, of what it, government is, and it's time for innovation in these things, right? We just saw, if, if you follow technology, new iPhones released, new iPads, there's all these new technology every year, but the government, the structures of society have not had this kind of innovation. And those are more Plutonian type things, they're very slow, long-term issues. And Saturn has to do with the government and uh, policy and things that are slow and affect a lot of people over a long period of time. And Capricorn is also the same qualities as Saturn in a lot of ways. So Pluto there is, brings revolution, brings change and transformation. And we had the American Revolution last time this was here, and now potentially another revolution of some sort. So this is the time, if you're in somehow involved in politics, local politics, government, you have some sort of influence to create some sort of innovation in this realm, it's coming and you can be a part of it. And uh, uh, there's the people gathering to share their ideas and create these new structures and ideas. Uh, there is massive reform and change coming. So that's what Saturn and Pluto represents. And we'll see that play out over the next several months, but really over the next two years. And then Saturn goes into Aquarius after that. And that's another two and a half years of a Saturn ruled sign. So uh, we'll see similar kind of stuff playing out for about four more years. And then eventually when Saturn gets to Aries, that'll be a big shift uh, in several years. But for now, right now, this week, uh, this is a good time to just look at your spiritual foundation, make sure it's solid and you can stand on it uh, because we need that and we're gonna need it even more in the next couple of months and over the next two years. Saturn and Capricorn is just telling us like we've gotta work hard. Whatever we want, we've gotta work hard for it. And sometimes that hard work means having to let go of certain things. And that's what the K2 and Rahu transit just happened. K2 tells us what is it time to let go of? to detach, to cut away from our lives. It's in Scorpio. So these very deep layers of our essence, of our emotional being, of our beliefs and our ideals and our psychology, there's parts of us that are being transmuted and giving a spiritual perspective to that. And I shared about this in recent episodes in the K2 Rahu transit. You can listen to that one specifically about this. And we've got Mars in uh, Pisces going backwards. So not the best time for initiation and action and uh, Mars rules Scorpio where K2 is. So we're reviewing our psychology, reviewing our actions and beliefs and uh, things that we've done to do with our spiritual path. And what is our spiritual path? And what are we fighting for? What do we stand for? And what is your spiritual belief? So all this stuff happening, all the transits together kind of amount to us really reassessing and getting clear on our spiritual foundation, what ground we stand on, what we believe and what we really value and holding those true. So that's all the major transits this week. We'll have more in the monthly horoscope coming up and then weekly horoscope next week. Uh, but I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, please leave a review and subscribe and Apple podcast. And you can share this with a friend. Send me a message at jeremy.quietmind if you have any requests for future episodes or any feedback, I'd love to hear. And you can schedule a reading now. I have availability for readings now at quietmindastrology.com. 
So now that I've got my yoga teacher training uh, more than halfway through, I've got more availability for astrology readings. So I'm excited to get back into that. And if you want to schedule a reading, quietmindastrology.com is where you can do that. I love getting to share how this specifically affects you. You can go into your dashas, look at all the 12 areas of your life, look at all the aspects, sun, moon, rising, all the planets, all that's in there, your Navamsha, your D9, your spiritual progression in life, really fun stuff. So if you've never had a reading, highly recommend it. And this time of year is a really good time to do it. So I'll actually be coming out very soon with a course all about planning for the new year with astrology and yoga. It's called Mindful New Year. I did it last year. It was a great success and super fun and laid out the whole year at the beginning of the year. And uh, we can do that again. So we'll do that at the end of next month. So that's coming up soon. Uh, Mindful New Year 2021. So you'll have your whole year mapped out astrologically and with yoga practices and meditation and mantra and pranayama, things you can do to work with these energies uh, so if you're a nerd like me and you like to really plan out your year with astrology, you know when all the retrogrades are coming and all the transits are coming, that will be in that course. So I'm excited for that and I'll be sharing more over the weeks ahead. Hope you have a good rest of your week and I look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.